Hi everyone, welcome to our podcast. She's Mia. And she's Morsh. And together we are Mia and Morsh. <laughs> I actually hate you so much. Anyway, this is I'm Good Actually, our podcast where we talk all things life and dating, but once you hit your 30s and it all gets a little bit more depressing. Hello. Hi. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to I'm Good, actually. <laughs> I really like that emphasis. Yeah. Uh, thank you all for coming back. Thank you all for listening to our previous episode. We've got some nice feedback from you all again. Let's get a little update, Mia. How was your weekend? What are you up to? How are you feeling? I'm quite hungover. Um... Shock. <laughs> Standard Sunday. Um, But I didn't make any terrible decisions last night. Well done. Clap, 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 clap. However. Oh, (laughs) my God. I just clapped you. Why did you let me clap you? No, no, it's not me. He drunk text me last night. Who, Voldemort? (laughs) Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, actually, I'm really conflicted because one... I don't want you to talk to him and I wish you yeah. would just fuck off. But two, if any, if there was ever had to be any form of communication, I'm glad it was him. And oh, yeah. Him. right. I mean, what a change that makes. Yeah. What did he say? I know. He literally just said, I know I should take the hint, but. And I was like, what do you want? Oh, I hate it when men do that. Like, I know you don't want to talk to me, but. Well, don't fucking talk to me then. Like, yeah, take the hint. And then he was like, to win the lottery. Lol. <laughs> He's like, I'll shut up now. Bye. And I'm like, what? Just say what you wanted to say. And he's like, oh, I just wanted to message you because I like you, dot, dot, dot. And I was like, what does that mean? It means you're cool and not a cunt. I know that. Shame you can't say the same about him, isn't it? He's like, where are you? Who are you with? I was like, with my mates. Why do you need me suddenly? I don't know. Force of habit, I guess. And then I just said, text your girlfriend. He is such a prick. That was that was an impressive finish. Um, I just want to clarify. I know you're not stupid. Mm. I know you're not dumb. <laughs> I know you're a grown up. You know, yeah. you are aware of how toxic this whole thing is, right? Oh my God. Yeah, completely. Yeah. Like, that's the thing. There's that feeling of like smugness that he texts me. But I also know this doesn't mean anything. I wish she'd just get the hint. Like, I completely, I would be... He's just keeping me on the line though, isn't he? Like he's just dangling that carrot. So I'm there just in case. Yeah, like that whole, because I like you because you're not a cunt. Like just go away. Just go away. And also like texting someone you know that has feelings for you. Yeah. And you have said it's not going to happen with. Text them saying, because I like you. It's just a real dick move. It is a real dick move actually. Because you know that's going to be taken in a different way. Well, do you know what? It's nice to know he's consistent. Like, death and taxes, yeah. he will always be a prick. So, <laughs> love that for us. Right. I'll be honest, I heard death in taxis, and I was like, <laughs> what the fuck is she talking like, about? People getting murdered in taxis, it's inevitable <laughs> and frequent. <laughs> I was just like, nodding, like, yeah, yeah. okay. <laughs> well, she's so profound. Yeah, like, people getting murdered in taxis, couldn't agree more. 
Oh, death in taxis, man. Yeah. What about you? How's your weekend been? Uh, mine was really pretty quiet. I had a like I was just with family and stuff, chilling before the madness nice. of next weekend. We're both going to a wedding next weekend. Twenty-one listening, so yeah, after, we are. Uh, so yeah, I'm feeling not hungover today. Got a bit of a dry scalp. Semi-anxious <laughs> for no reason, you know. Standard Sunday. <laughs> just a flaky head and a fluttery heart. <laughs> I now I'm gonna say this at least once an episode. I want that on my gravestone. I want that on your bumble bio. <gasps> Should I change it and then we'll I'll update next week and see if anyone yes. reacts to it? Absolutely, yes. Alright, fine. Done. I will do it. What is it? <laughs> fluttery <laughs> heart. Flaky scalp and a fluttery heart. <laughs> uh, I mean it can't get any worse, can it? It's not like I'm gonna be no. less successful. So yeah, let's do it. Fine. Alright. Can't wait. So that's it. That's the update. That's yeah. that's the extent of my life and your life. And let's get to it, shall we? All right, Flaky, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> this week we are talking first dates. And I was just gonna sing the Blink One Eight Two song "Rock Show" because <laughs> I got the song wrong. Yeah, not not the one. <laughs> <laughs> I still can't think of how first dates goes. I just can't wait to pick you up on our very first date. Is it cool if there I you go? There's, a, there's the intro. Will I get sued for that? Uh, no, but I did kind of wish you'd stop that a bit earlier. Oh. <laughs> I was going to keep going, actually. <laughs> oh, fuck you. Sorry. So anyway, it's quite triggering. So can we stop talking about Blink now? Oh yeah, Mia's triggered because she didn't get Blink One Eight Two tickets. It's it was impossible. Yeah. It was really stressful. So if anyone out there has a spare ticket, um, I'm willing to come. Mm. I could be uh, on first date. I want to come too. Okay, if you have two spare tickets, can Morsh come too, please? We'll be a thruple. <gasps> we can have a threesome. <laughs> yeah, do you know what? I wouldn't normally agree to that, like straight off the bat. But if you get me and Mia a, bl- a Blink-182 ticket, then yes, we will have sex with you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. She's not. I'm not. I definitely will. <laughs> yeah, okay, if you get me and Mia a ticket, I will go home and Mia will have sex with you. <laughs> Thanks. And there you go. Right. <laughs> well, I'm glad we've cleared that up. Anyway, so first dates at the Ooh. rock show. <gasps> anyway, sorry. Um, yeah, how do you... First dates. <laughs> how do I first dates? <laughs> How do I first date? What I was trying to say <laughs> was like, do you like to arrange the first date or do you like a guy to be like, hey, I'm going to just pick you up. We're going to go here. Um, well, first off, I live in London, so no one in their right mind would ever suggest picking <laughs> me up. You have to go and meet them somewhere. I'll be honest, I don't think anyone <laughs> does that anymore. That's such like a 90s rom-com <laughs> yeah. idea. Like someone pulls up outside my house with a boombox and a rose. Uh, no. Um, I tend to try and lead men into the arranging because I get quite anxious about first dates for a million reasons. Mm. So I feel like I don't want the pressure of also arranging the location that we go to and then worrying about if they hate it or if it's shit. Um, So I will tend to be like, when we're in the middle of arranging, be like, so where are you taking me? And then if they, yeah. And if they ask questions like, where do you, like what area in London do you want to go to? Or like, what sort of vibe do you want? I'll answer because I don't want to be a total bitch and just be like, you sort it, let me know. Um, 
but in the same breath I'll kind of be a bit like oh we could just go to like a bar like I don't know I work around this area I can get to this area so whatever you fancy in those places and kind of try and encourage them to do it like the final decision if you know what I mean yeah I mean it's quite sad that you have to put that much effort in to encourage a man to make a decision about a pub well it would I in an ideal world you would want a guy to be like can I take you out for a drink and you say yeah and then they're like perfect are you free on Thursday yeah. and you say yeah and they're like okay meet me at seven here and I'd just be like oh that is fit. that is hot that is really that hot is super hot isn't it I mean I say that is super hot I don't know because that's never actually happened oh to no me either <laughs> But like, just thinking about it, it's making me a bit hot under the collar. Oh, wow. That's nice. Um, that wasn't what I was going to say. And I'm really glad I censored <laughs> myself, to be honest. Um, how about you? Do you get men? Because obviously, I, without, I feel like I really talk to you like you live in a fucking cave. Like, I know <laughs> that Cornwall is nice, but I was about to say, because you have like limited places to go. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean, don't you? I'm not being a twat, like... I mean, you always are, but well, I, mean, I know yeah, what you I'm mean. Swear, but yeah. Um, like, again, the same as you, I would fucking love it if men would just take some initiative and mm. make the plan. But I'll be honest, like most of the guys that I've dated off the apps are from a bit like half an hour to an hour away from here. Mm. And obviously I make them come to my town because I don't travel for dick, as we know. <laughs> um, <laughs> just beg for it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have to beg, thank you very much. <laughs> Um, so it normally ends up falling on me and I just tend to go to the same pub every time. Like, you know, the pub up the road. Yeah. The guy who works in there literally called me out on the fact that I'm always just in there on first dates with different men. (laughs) Oh my God, he outed you. That's so annoying. I know. I was like, oh, I hoped you hadn't noticed to be honest, because he's fit as well. So that's a shame. What did he out you in front of the people you were taking there on a date? No, I was at a wake. (laughs) <laughs> oh wow that that textbook romantic location to try and hit on someone love it yeah standard you can't hit on people at a wake no you of can't course not of don't, course don't do it don't but yeah i really want a guy to take the initiative now yeah me too i just think it would be super hot like it i would is. in an ideal world he would be like what part of london is good for you yeah. And if I was just like, I don't know, London Bridge or Oxford Circus or something, if he was like, right, are you free on whatever day? And I said, yeah. And he would just be like, okay, we're going to go to this bar, like meet you outside. Do you know what else would be really hot? Mm-hmm. If we, if he like thought of a bar or a pub or something in that area, but he was like, okay, I will meet you outside Oxford Circus station at seven. So he could like walk oh, me there. That's cute. That is cute, that isn't is it? Cute. I'd like that a lot. Yeah, that'd be good. Oh, uh, we want for so little, and I yet feel we never like that's get not it. asking for much, is it? I feel like that would go a long way. <laughs> really that would not. really go a long way. Seriously, like it's not hard. See, boys, listen, we don't want a lot. We just want you to meet us outside a tube station and walk us to a pub. And a shameless plug for any men listening to this: if you've got any single male friends. Send them this podcast and tell them to listen to this episode because this is just going to be full of tips, basically, isn't it? Of what women want. 
on how to end up yeah, getting laid at the end of a first day <laughs> or end up with us. Yeah. yeah. How to make us your girlfriend. 101. Oh, please someone make me their girlfriend. I'm over it now. Um, do you find that dating in Cornwall, someone that has dated in cities and dated in a more rural area like Cornwall, is it different? Yeah. Why? Because you get barman out in you about taking 58 different dates in there in one month. Did you say every month? <laughs> yeah. Fucking wish, man. Um, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of things like I have never managed to go on a date and not bumped into someone I know. Oh, that must be awkward. Yeah, that's always fun. Um, I was actually on one and my ex drove past with my kids in the van and they were all waving at me and I was like... <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Did your ex know what you was doing? Well, I was sat there with a bloke. Oh, I mean, to be fair, that's just one of those unfortunate, awkward things. But you weren't doing anything wrong. He wasn't doing anything wrong. That's just like a real... Oh, yeah. It's not like oh. I was wanking him off on a picnic bench or something. Wow. <laughs> I said I wasn't. <laughs> that time. <laughs> on that occasion, I wasn't. <laughs> five minutes before, however. Yeah, God, if he'd been five minutes earlier, God knows what you would have said. <laughs> on a picnic bench god i love you it's because we were sat on a picnic bench you don't know that detail but i did <laughs> i mean i kind of gathered um yeah and the fact there's like no public transport and stuff so people who live in different areas it's not just like a oh, we can meet in the middle and there'll be a pub like just jump on the bus or jump on a train it's like you've got a drive and then if someone drives here, you can't be like, oh, let's just go for drinks. Because then if they get too drunk, they can't get home, which is normally fine. But you know what I mean? God, actually, I bet that does make it really quite hard. Because obviously I've got the luxury of just being able, like sometimes I can just jump on a troop and it will take me like 15 minutes yeah. to be there or get home. And you don't have that. Not that it's obviously necessarily a problem for you. Sorry, I'm being a bitch. Uh, not that it's necessarily a problem for you, but obviously if you don't want to sleep with them, I can just go home. Yeah. And I suppose maybe that is why you are that way inclined, because you're just actually being hospitable. <laughs> I just really don't condone drink driving. No, just just wanted to be safe. Exactly. <laughs> just being a good person. It's actually really kind of you to take take one for the team like that Isn't every it? night. I'm such every night. <laughs> Once again, you're really overselling. I really am. I'm sorry. She's not actually anywhere near as bad as I'm making out. I'm just being a terrible friend. Um, I mean, it's fairly close. It's not. It's, it's been nice two whole weeks. And I'm struggling. Okay. Anyway. Okay. Let's move on. <laughs> yeah, um, question for you. Hello. Because you just said about seeing your ex, how do you find dating as a single parent? Because obviously, I don't know anything about this, but I can imagine it's shit. Yeah, it it is a bit of a nightmare, especially if you're then like trying to go on a date with someone who also has children. Because you, those stars have got to align that you're both having a night where the kids are elsewhere. <laughs> Yeah, because I suppose if you both do the same situation where one weekend mm. you have and one weekend you don't, if you have if you've like done the opposite, like if the weekend you don't yeah. have them, he does, you will just never have any time, right? Yeah, it just will never happen. Unless you're lucky enough that 
you don't have the kids I can swap things around quite easily because I do the schedule and the kids dads are pretty flexible which yeah that's quite nice obviously I don't ever obviously I'm not like uh can we swap weekends actually because I just really want to get laid (laughs) like I, I make up other reasons do you well no I just put it in the diary and just say that's happening to be fair <laughs> okay fair but enough. yeah it's it is it's finding the time is difficult and like it can be hard but a guy will be like let's go for a drink let's meet up and then I have to look at the calendar and be like um I'm free for half an hour three weeks from Saturday <laughs> oh god really and like this is quite often that it'll be like I'll be vibing with someone over chat and like you want to get in there quick and get the drinks done quick and then it's like, oh, I literally don't have a weekend day free for like three weeks. Yeah, because this was something I was going to say as well, like tying in with that. I like to arrange a date quickly. Yeah. Because I, again, where I get quite a bit of anxiety about first dates, I'm really paranoid that if I talk to someone too much for too long, we won't have like everything you could have discussed on the date has already been discussed. And it, yeah. it does help me to be like okay, I've spoken to him for this amount of time, but I haven't asked him this, 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 or this. So I can kind of go into a date being like, there are five things that I can literally ask him. And hopefully that will start like an entire conversation. And if you talk to them for too long, um, obviously you don't have that. So I Mm. try and arrange it. And luckily for me, because obviously I don't have kids, I, unless I've got like plans with friends and stuff, I, I normally can see someone within a week. Yeah. But it must be a lot harder. That sucks. You must have to deal with that all the time. Yeah, it's really, really annoying. And like, I'm the same. I quite like to meet up quick. But for different reasons, actually. I kind of feel like if you're talking too much over text, it can go one or two ways. It can be like, it, the momentum can completely go. Mm. And you're like, Ugh, I'm over it by the time it comes around to the date. Mm. Or I sometimes find that like, if you're texting too much, you start like catching feelings and start like thinking of this person like they're already more than just someone you haven't even gone on a date with yet what and it like changes the whole dynamic of the first date and stuff and puts like more pressure on it yeah 100 percent. there's more pressure on it because you've been talking every day for three weeks so it already feels like there's like more there have you ever had a situation where that's happened and you've literally like been getting ready for the date thinking we have been getting on so well I know loads about him like I really really like him but then you've got there and then been like oh actually I don't like you and that's really fucking weird because I thought I really did yeah definitely there's been a few times where like the chemistry has been so good over text and I've been like oh my god this guy could be it and then I met them and I'm like oh no oh no well some people just like some people are more confident over text and stuff and I obviously being shy it's not their fault but that also just doesn't gel with how I am as a person. See, it's different. I I completely understand that. But I... It's hard because I am a lot more confident over text. Like, there's been a couple of times that I've been talking to someone and they've been, like, voice note me or, like, tried to FaceTime me or something. And I'm like, absolutely fucking <laughs> not. This is mental. Um, So I would rather text. But then when I first meet up, like I said, I know I keep going back to it, but because I do get anxious about first dates, I reckon I'm absolute fucking useless for the first 10, 15 Mm. minutes. And it's like once we've sat down and we've started drinking and I'm like, okay, the conversation is flowing. There aren't really awkward silences. Like I can talk to you. That's when I really settle into it. But I would need someone to 
vibe with over text but then I would need them to give me I reckon half an hour they can't judge me on the first half hour of a first date because I would they would just be like you're a fucking idiot and I hate you (laughs) (laughs) I think that's pretty normal though I think that first bit is always awkward like it's always like how do you greet a first date but I have that anxiety about how I greet anyone are they a (laughs) hugger are they a kisser like, do you hug? Do you hug when you meet a new first date? Like, do you? I go mean, for a yeah, hug? I think, yeah, I think. Shake their hands. Do, do you bow? Do you curtsy? Just don't know. Um, <laughs> no, I think I'm a hugger. I am a hugger anyway. I love a good. Yeah, you are. Like when I'm just talking to people, like that, I'm friends with. Like I'll stand next to you, and if we're having a conversation, I'll end up just putting my arm around you and stuff. Oh, that just made um, me think of when you held my hand in my sleep. Oh my god! So I, me and Mia were at a Hindu, and we were <gasps> glamping, and this literally slays Mia every time she thinks about <laughs> I it. Might cry again. Our um, our little like camp beds were next to each other, and I woke up in the middle of the night and looked over at Mia, and she had her hand like resting upright on her pillow. So I just leant over and held it, and then that made me go back to sleep really quickly and she told me in the morning and I cried (laughs) is that not the cutest thing but I just thought you look really cute and it would it make it like was a little bit of comfort for me it just made me go back to sleep quicker and I thought if you wake up and see it you're not going to be like like you'll probably like it so yeah let's do it (laughs) imagine if I'd been like what the fuck are you doing well I mean I did wake up and we weren't holding hands anymore so you obviously snatched it away at some point oh I like how you think it's me that ended the handhold why would I have started it and then snatched my hand away? Well, you didn't say snatch it away, but you're asleep. You might have been like, maybe I got sweaty hands and you weren't loving it. Yeah, maybe it slipped out of your <laughs> sweaty palm. <laughs> You've got a flaky head and I've got sweaty palms. Why are we single? I said dry, not flaky. Stop stitching me up like this. Just a little bit parched. Parched? <laughs> a parched scalp. <laughs> parched scalp, it's fine. Um. Yeah, this whole... What was we even talking about before this? How to greet people on a How to day. greet people. I mean, I think I'm being unfair to myself. I think I think I'm a lot worse on first dates than I am. Mm-hmm. And there's a few people that I've spoken to and I remember there was one guy that I met like underneath my flat. <laughs> and I remember talking That's to him. such a weird way of putting it. Yeah, well, it wasn't it wasn't a date. He it was just someone that I'd been talking to and he happened to be in Deptford so we just had like a quick drink it wasn't for that long and I remember afterwards saying I feel like I was really awkward and was talking a million miles an hour and was probably really annoying and I probably came across as like really nervous and he was like no you didn't at all you seemed like really confident and chill and I was like what (laughs) yeah I was like because I was the least confident least chill person of all time but I must just be able to put on a good front so maybe I don't need that half an hour at the start of the first day no maybe you just need to cut yourself some fucking slack I mean entirely true in every walk of life but yeah when did you last go on a first date oh sorry (laughs) I just got the dirtiest look by the way (laughs) uh because I've had a bit of time off of them uh I can't remember maybe Maybe two months ago. Okay. I re- I referenced the date last week when we were talking. You know, I said he drove with the guy from Bristol. And it was that was a really good first date. Do you know what I absolutely loved about this first date? So because we were getting on so well, he had a really busy um, diary. So we actually couldn't meet up as quickly as I would like to. Yeah. But he was really, really great at communication. And weirdly enough, I liked him enough that we 
spoke on the phone. Oh my god! And we literally were on the phone for like three hours. Oh, I love it was, that. It was so nice. Um, and because I had spoken to him enough, I'd actually told him that I get anxious on first dates, and I was like quite nervous about it, but I was looking forward to it and stuff. And he bought a book with him that was just like a question book, just like full of questions. And he was basically like, don't worry, I'm bringing this book with me. If you are getting anxious or you feel like the conversation isn't flowing, I won't judge you. Just pick up the book, flick to a page and ask me a question. And he was like, and then you don't have to worry about there being any awkward silences or anything. That's so cute. And uh, one, that was so sweet of him and so understanding. But two... I just did that. And I was like, do you know what? I don't feel awkward at all, yeah. but I just want to ask you questions. Well, yeah, you know it's love... fun. Yeah. And you know, I love a good, would you rather question anyway? Oh, yes. um, so we, yeah, we ended up and we, and what was nice about it is I would ask him a question or he would ask me a question, but then we weren't just like constantly asking questions. Yeah. Right. Like it would tail off into conversations and it just gave us so much to talk about. Like even topics of conversation that you wouldn't normally think of, like mm. just having that little book there is like, I think it made us both feel a bit calmer knowing yeah. that we had that as backup. But um, because of that, we ended up not needing it. We just used it because it was fun. That was great. I love that. That's really cute. But again, that was just like a little bit of effort. Yeah. Just listening yeah. to what someone's saying about who they are as a person and like yeah. personalizing the experience to that person. And don't get me wrong, he could have just been like, Oh, if you're anxious, don't worry, like I'm fine and like calm me down that yeah. way. But he just went that extra mile that was like just just so you so you feel like you've got a little fallback and nothing will go wrong. i it was it was really sweet. He's a really great guy. If he's listening. You're a great guy. Um, you better be. Listen to the first one. You <laughs> yeah, he did listen to all yeah. of them. Uh, yeah, so nice. It was cute. Yeah, but yeah, I do. Him. I do constantly live in fear of running out of things to say on a first date, which is hilarious. Really, like you literally now have a podcast where you won't shut up. So <laughs> I know, as someone that never stops talking. It's weird. It's a weird thing to have anxiety about, isn't it, for someone like me? Yeah, it really is. Like, of all the things you should have anxiety about, I'm sorry, that's so mean. <laughs> you should have anxiety about the way you look, but actually you have no, anxiety. as if. You're fair. I would. I, mean, I will. We know. We've, we've established this. <laughs> I will. That sounded like a threat. Okay, we are. Fuck. Oh, no. That's a bit... I'm not trying to be racist. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, so that does lead me into a question. Do you, What are your like textbook get out of jail free cards? So if you're having a shit time, because I have to go into a day with a solid, if this is going badly, I can say this. Yeah, I know you do. The amount of times you've been going on a date and you're like, right, how am I getting out of this if it's awful? Yeah. And how many times do you say to me, don't think about, don't go into the date thinking you have to get out of it? Every single time. No, just my anxiety means I have to have a good excuse because that makes me feel better as well. Yeah. I mean, if it's... I am honestly trying to think of if I've like had to get out of a date other than the guy that I had to kick out of my house a few weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't say you had a particularly good excuse. That just ended with me on FaceTime going, get him out of your house or I'm calling the police. And I don't feel like that would work every time. Uh, and uh, ex-situationship coming and re- rescuing me. Yeah, Brilliant. and then Voldemort turned up to save the day. <sighs> yeah, probably probably not that. Um, I don't really know. I don't think I really use them. The thing that I used 
is and it probably isn't like mentally a good way to start it but like I said I just need it I have normally said if I'm not entirely sure if a date's gonna go well I have said I can meet you for a couple of hours but I actually have plans later yeah, that evening that's a good one so I'm like I can meet you at seven but I'm really sorry I said I'd go to a friend's house party so I'm willing to go to the house party later but I won't be able to stay out all night yeah because then that makes it seem like you're kind of making time for them when you've already got plans, which is a good thing. Yeah. You do have an excuse to go if you're not feeling it. But then also if you are really feeling it, you can just be like, I'm having a great time. Like I'm sacking off the house party and staying mm. with you. And again, that makes them feel good. So I feel like you can't really lose with that one. See, but if a guy said to me, oh, I can see you for a couple hours when I'm going to a party, I'll be like, oh, fuck you then. No, I'd be like, thank God, because I don't have to give the excuse. That means I've only got to stay here for two hours if it's that bad. Because I, I would literally be like, ah, oh, right, you're not that interested. Go off your fuck. Nah, see, I would see that as hi- as him giving me a way out if I needed it. Hmm. Which I like. Yeah, see, I'm expecting every first date to be like, we have such a good time that he never leaves. <laughs> yeah, see, I'm expecting every date to hate me. <laughs> Which is, it's interesting because that's what normally happens on mine. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. But it is hard to come up with, like, excuses to leave, I think. Well, yeah, like I said, especially if they've driven here for me and we've gone yeah. for a couple of drinks. So like, if we have a couple of drinks, how do I then get them to leave? Yeah, no, it's a lot, lot, lot easier for me. I can just be like, I'm going to shoot now. I've made a guy sleep on the sofa. See, that's intense. I don't know if I'd have the bollocks to do that. I think I'd just have to ride it out because I felt too Literally. Bad. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I genuinely feel like I would, you're very good in that you've got the front to do that. And as mm. you entirely should, like it's completely acceptable for yeah, you of to course. do that. Um, and you're not in any way in the wrong because you don't owe them anything. Like uh, but I just wouldn't have the confidence to be like, you're out there. I just wouldn't. Yeah. I know I wouldn't, which is quite bad. Again, it's a weird thing for me, isn't it? As someone that I'm so yeah. confident in some ways and I'm so not confident in other. It's crazy. It just seems to be in matters of the heart that you struggle. I think just because of like the experiences of everything that I've gone through and not even just my ex, like everything in my yeah. life with men. I just don't think any man has ever really given me much confidence like I know that I am a good girlfriend I know that I am a fun date I know that I'm good in bed like I know all of those things but no man has ever given me that yeah well the good in bed thing's different but like no man has ever obviously because I've had relationships that have ended it's that's always like I've allowed that to knock my confidence a bit so I just think I'm just not confident when it comes to men see I'm not I don't think I'm confident when it comes to the idea of like a relationship or a guy liking me enough for a relationship but I think it's the comp I've got the confidence on a first date of like well I know he's gonna fancy me and want to fuck me so and I'm like funny and fun so that sort of like pushes me through but it's like the after bit like the actual feelings like being more than just a hole (laughs) essentially oh that is a horrible way to put it. it's a fucking horrible way to put it but that is how it feels quite a lot of the time yeah so your experiences have been a lot like that haven't they so it's Mm. completely understandable as to why you feel like that you're not just a hole and if you are i was gonna say i was gonna say if you are you're my hole (laughs) (laughs) 
you're not just a hole you're a Marks and Spencer's hole Mia <laughs> please please can you cross stitch me you're not just a hole you're my hole yeah. oh do my that. god <laughs> where's like that man like I was having like a bit of a BPD spiral the other day wasn't I about like how I'm good enough to fuck but not good enough to be with yeah. sort of thing mm-hmm. and then literally oh, as I was god, mid-spiral yeah. a guy just messaged me on Instagram one of my own photos going I would like okay yeah. brilliant thanks for asking also the caption was about me not killing myself so yeah glad you really read into that that was really poorly timed and do you know how shit it is that we're like that was poorly timed like it should just be accepted that any don't, man please don't message I would I don't know it's hard though because I don't get that all the time I would probably be buzzing if I got <laughs> <laughs> oh it depends who it's from there's a couple guys that are like on the rotation occasionally who just sexually objectify me and I'm like that's fine that's what you're here for yeah I think because we have such different experiences like obviously I don't date and again this sounds like I'm being a twat to you but I'm not but I don't like have like sleep with people Mm. as much as you do yeah which I'm not being a twat like I think you'll agree that's just a fact fact. yeah (laughs) so I think because I just don't ever really get that even when there there are people like on Instagram, like you know, you can do that thing that like sends you can ask like a question and people can send you anonymous responses. Yeah, like I've had some people on there that have said some things to me that I'm like, I cannot believe this. Like there's <laughs> one person, I assume it's the same person, that every time I put that anonymous thing up, they always come back saying things like, um every day you post something on your story, I pray that it's like an OnlyFans link because uh, I would love to see you naked I'm just like oh my god like I never get stuff like that it so I'm like I don't care who it is whoever it is I thank you from the bottom of my heart because those messages make me think oh my god someone out there actually fancies me like it's crazy yeah every single time I post one of those 80% of the responses are just asking about an OnlyFans like <laughs> Maybe that's maybe I am just not used to it because I don't have loads of followers like you do. Maybe if, yeah. if maybe everyone that has loads of followers, and I'm not well, just saying that. Obviously, it's because you're hot as well. Yeah, but, obviously. Yeah, who doesn't want to see my arsehole? <laughs> wow, is that what you'd post on OnlyFans to start with? <laughs> just my arsehole. <laughs> Would you? Can you put like a W on each bum cheek so it says wow? Wow, and get Owen Wilson. Wilson. <laughs> it's the Owen Wilson of assholes (laughs) Jesus Christ oh dear Um, yeah so if Mia does do an OnlyFans link she's just going to immediately show her intestines that's all I'm going to show it's just going to be all asshole shots why am I saying this Jesus Christ you'd have to get you know like one of those cameras that they put up your bum (laughs) like a colonoscopy Right, let's crowdfund a colonoscopy <laughs> camera for Mia and she'll do it. This has escalated this chat. If someone buys me one, I will I'll video it and you can pay me a hundred pounds to see the video of the inside of my arsehole. Thanks for your interest. No, you have to pay me and be me and Mia both a hundred pounds because I'm skint. So I'm part of this. No, too. fair enough. She's my pimp. Now we know. Yeah. So two hundred pounds for Mia's colonoscopy video. <laughs> God, it's a Sunday. This is God's day. What is the matter with us? Somebody would pay that, though. I think they would. Everything's a kink. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Back to... Back I to, don't quite know what to say about that. Back to first dates. <laughs> so, have what is your preferred first date activity? Just drinks. Maybe a walk and drinks. 
I don't want to eat. Walk? Yeah, look where I live. It's very pretty. I feel like, again, this leads back to my anxiety, but I feel like the thought of going on a date and not immediately drinking within <laughs> seconds of arriving like actually terrifies I me. I quite like like walking to the pub. See, that would give me anxiety. I would rather meet them there. Fair enough. I can't do meals. Like, I cannot eat in front of people at the best of times. Same. Like, fuck eating on a first date. The nerves, I can't eat. Yeah. I'm paranoid I'm going to look like a lunatic like shoveling mashed potato in my bob 100% the same people that go for a meal on the first day are like rock stars that is incredible I'm so in awe of them I struggle eating with people I know sometimes yeah like I mean obviously I've got past eating issues anyway so some of that still like lingers but yeah I cannot think of anything worse than going for a fucking meal and sitting opposite someone while trying to eat and the pressure of what to order what if they judge my order? Yeah. What if they order a steak? Well done. Actually, that's quite a good way of figuring out if they're an arsehole. Or pineapple mm. on pizza. Ugh. Don't start this again. Yeah, sorry. We're going to move on swiftly. What about you? Just drinks? Yeah, I think just for me to be calm, for me to be yeah. able to be myself, and that sounds really awful. Like for me to be able to be myself, I need to have a drink. But it's not that <laughs> it's not that I need to be drunk to be fun. It's just that for yeah. my for me, like literally, I can go on a first date and halfway through the first drink, it's not obviously because I'm drunk, because it takes more than that. It's just the it just calms me down. Well, yeah, it's just a bit of lub- bit of lubrication. Yeah, it's just a little bit of Dutch courage. courage. Yeah. So the thought of not going on a, I could do, obviously, I have done dates that are not drinking, but never a first date, not a first date, I can't. I think as well, like, there's a lot of pressure on having this big, like, people assume that all girls want this, like, big, massive romantic gesture as a first date. And it's like, Mm -hmm. no, I kind of want to just meet you and chat to you for a bit first. Like, let's just go for a couple pints. That stuff, yeah, please do those big romantic gestures on the second date if we got on. Mm. But I don't need it. I just need that little, let's just check we actually like each other before we put all of our chickens in one coop. What's the phrase? Eggs in one basket, mate. What the fuck? (laughs) Before we put all of our balloons in one party. (laughs) Oh, I like that one. I'm going to use that now. What else can we do? All of our rice in one curry. (laughs) Rice <laughs> in a curry, you idiot. Well, oh, I really want an Indian now. Yeah, me too. I might order one after. Great. Um, no, I agree. Yeah, just just take me for drinks. But we've established at the start of this that the extent of the romance that we need on a first day is meeting us at a station and walking us to a bar that you have selected. That's it. It's the pub. That's all yeah. we're asking. That's all we want. And buy the first drink. And also, I am not one of these girls that needs to be like wined and dined on a first date. No. I, I prefer it if when you first arrive, they are like, what well, do you want to drink? But then straight off the bat, second round, mine. And I'm happy yeah. to oh, go like always. one for one. Always. Always. I don't need. You don't... Yeah. I think it would almost make me feel a bit. Like if we were drinking loads and it got to like the fifth round and he was still insisted on buying it, I think I'd be a bit like, nah, I feel bad. And it would also make me feel like I need like to have sex with them. If they require it, I would need to provide that. Do you know what I mean? Like I owed them something. It was, unfortunately, that's how a lot of men think as well. Like they think if they yeah. bought you drinks or taken you out that it's somehow an exchange for sex. Oh, I had a weird hiccup. <laughs> I don't know what happened. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a shame, isn't it? Mm, it is 
Yeah. Um, this week, I asked our beautiful followers um, for some first date stories. And we have some funny responses. I am very excited for this because I've managed to swerve our Instagram account all weekend. So I haven't seen any of them. I'm so impressed with you for not doing it. Yeah. Um, I just knew it would be better if I did. So I, asked I took for... one for the team. Yeah, well done. I'm proud of you. Um, I asked for best first dates and worst first dates. As I could have predicted, most of them are bad first date stories. <laughs> okay, fine. Are there any good ones? Yeah, there's a couple. Okay. But I think you'll see. I'm going to do the bad ones first because okay. it's more funny. And then it. we'll end on a lovely little happy note. Okay, fine. Okay, these. Oh, I'm so excited for you to hear some of these. I'm so excited about this. Go on. Okay, so first I've got two from the same person. Um, so her first one, um, it says, really handsome, very tall man, like seven foot Ooh. tall. So for once I felt short and girly and we had great chat over text. So it was looking good. Turns out he was dramatically handsome, boring bastard in the flesh. Oh, God, the worst. He spent the night talking about quantitative easing and I got absolutely shit-faced on wine. <laughs> End of the night out in the car park and I'm staring into his big brown eyes. He leans in and we kiss, which is my reward to him for being so dull. <laughs> then something comes over me and I look up and say, can I lick your teeth? What? <laughs> what? He had the whitest, straightest teeth I'd ever seen. He looked fucking baffled, but said yes. Oh I, my god! I leaned in and licked his top row of teeth, and then we never saw each other again. <laughs> oh my god, that is insane! Is it because she was so pissed, or did just because his teeth were that great? I think because she was pissed and his teeth were great. I think a combination. I assume. I have never licked someone's teeth, you know? Me either. So her second story, which I actually think is even fucking better. Um, I'm 31 and at a posh ball, drunk and flirting with a guy in the bar. We swap numbers and agree to go on a date the next week. I drive over to where he lives, next county over, and find out he's packed a picnic and we go to the Sussex Downs. Cute. Cute. Have, have a lovely afternoon, watch the sunset, and he suggests to go to the pub. We start packing up, and just as we're leaving, several cars of doggers turn up. <gasps> I thought this was as bad as it was going to get. How wrong I was. We go to the pub, and are having a fucking great time, getting on like a house on fire. But then he starts looking at his watch, surreptitiously at first, then more blatantly. So I say, is everything okay? And he says, oh, yeah, I just need to be home by nine. I'm like, okay, after all, we've been out for hours. So I ask, oh, do you have something on? Doom. <laughs> he says, no, I'm on a curfew. What? I immediately start imagining he's on a tag, but it's worse. He carries on. No, I'm on a curfew because my mum was so pissed off with me for my mock A-level <gasps> results. I choked on my drink and asked how old he was. He had just turned 17. <gasps> she was on a date with the pot washer from the ball she was at. How old was she? 31. 31 and he oh, was 17. My God, what the hell would you do? I know. It's just absolutely horrific. 17. That is, that is awful. And then she added to that, this is why my friends call me Petunia the pedo. <laughs> 
huge respect for her. I love that both of her first date stories, she was really pissed as well. Whoever this is, I want to be her friend. The only way to be, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, God, that's awful. Um, Okay, another good one. He arranged for us to go to an amateur interpretive dance event, which, let's be honest, is bad enough for a first date. That is horrific. Say no, don't go. But he arrived 20 minutes late, so we had to walk in after it started pretty much right across the front of the stage. He had cycled in, so was in top-to-toe lycra and clutching his helmet like it was a newborn baby. Oh, my God. After the show was over, we went to where he had parked his bike to find lots of police cars, and his bike was now stuck in a murder-crime scene. (gasps) Shit, man. So he had to come back to mine, taking the tube, still in his lycra gear, like a lost Tour de France eventer. I would. I wouldn't have left. I would have been getting a mugged oh, it with the police, being like, "Tell me what happened." Hundred <laughs> percent. That is. I'm. I'm impressed that she let him come back to hers after taking her to an interpretive dance event and wearing lycra. Lycra. As much as I would be reluctant to, I could forgive that because it is just practical when you're cycling as a cyclist. I know. But that. if you're cycling to a date. Yeah. You can cycle in jeans. It's not impossible. I've done it. Also, as well, not yeah. the this is a bit of product placement here, but there is a guy that I used to work with that has a really cool company. Well, his wife actually has a really cool company. Um, and they create like cycling clothes that look like you can kind like of clothes. literally go from like a meeting to cycling in them. They look like they don't look like a suit, but they look like really cool and they're not lycra. Um, that's such a good idea yeah, so the company's called one mile if you want to look them up they're great not an ad not an ad <laughs> <laughs> okay worst first date ever oh god, god when i was about 21 i'd gone on a night out to a local club and got absolutely wasted spent the night snogging some guy's face off on the dance floor good night right the next day i get a text off an unknown no- number saying something like good to see you last night fancy a drink tonight and i'm like hell yeah as far as i can remember the guy whose face i had been snogging was pretty hot Anyway, we texted all day and arranged to meet at the local bar that night. I got there first and texted him asking what he'd like to drink as I'd get the first round in. He replied saying he's on his way and his drink order. So a few minutes later, I'm sat at our table with two drinks and this creepy bouncer from the club comes over, gives me a kiss and is like, oh, is that my drink? <gasps> I, give <him> mu- <laughs> I give him the muckiest look and say, no, sorry, mate, I'm waiting for someone. He looks at me like I'm insane. I carry on looking at him as if I as if to say, go away then, you absolute weirdo. And he carries on looking at me like I'm mental. Eventually, he goes to the bar to order a drink. I'm sat looking at my phone, wondering where my date is and decide to ring him. The creepy bouncer's phone no! rings. In my drunken state, I'd given the creepy bouncer my number and it was him I'd been texting all day, not the fit guy, I thought. He answered the phone with a really confused look as I could see him stood at the bar. I waved at him and then <laughs> said, whilst pretend laughing, I was only kidding, it's your drink, really. <laughs> Oh my god! I had god. to spend the rest of the night on a date with a creepy bouncer who by this point probably thought I was mental. So I just did the normal thing, got absolutely wasted, then avoided him if he was ever working at the club. <laughs> Do you know what? Fair fucks to her for not wanting to be like super rude. And she was like, oh, I'm yeah. only joking and like continuing with it. She could have just got up and walked out and that would have like sucked for him. But a fair play. Yeah. That was nice of her to yeah. take one for the team like that and just get on with it. It was. It was. Um, one more long one, and then I've just got some nice little short ones. Um, he chose spoons as a date and then spent the first five minutes saying he'd never been to one before and how he was always worried someone he knew would see him there and think he was poor. Oh, my God. What an asshole! <laughs> 
He only shut up because his phone rang and he answered it. And when I said, I'm going to the bath while you finish your call, he held up a finger to shush me. So I left. Got chips and wine on the way home. Had a much better night by myself. Oh, love that. I want to know the fallout, though. I want to know if he messaged her and was like, where have you gone? Been quite a while ago. She's been married for a while. Well, tell her to... Fo- Please, can you follow up with us? Thank you. All right. I have questions. You know who that is, by the way. Oh. Um... Yeah, so some good, some nice short ones. This one fucking killed me. It just says, he told me about a dead body he had found that morning and then I got bitten by a dog. (laughs) (laughs) That is my idea of heaven, to be fair. I would be like, tell me all about this dead body. Not the getting getting bitten by a dog bit, but the dead body bit. I'd be fascinated. Yeah, same. Same, same, same. Uh, one just says he was a magician. <laughs> oh my god, yes! I would love that. Same. That's what I thought. Mia, we are so much more easily pleased than other women. Why are we struggling so much? I don't know. Oh, someone said went to some shit pub in Widmouth and then had mediocre, boring sex. Oh, ouch! That was aimed at you, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. And so it's a lie because he is desperately trying to get back in my knickers so he can pipe down. Oh. He needs to remember what side his bread's buttered, this guy. Exactly. (laughs) Brought his mum and kept asking her throughout the meal how she thought it was going. Absolutely not. That cannot be true. That cannot be true. Like, seriously, what the fuck? (laughs) One guy cried because he'd just got fired. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) That's so horrible, though. Are there any ones, are there any responses from men about first dates with women? No, not on the bad ones. He turned up in a leather trench coat and presented me with a DVD of Breakfast at Tiffany's. Oh my God, that's cute that he bought her a present though. (laughs) The the bar is so I know the bar is on the floor, (laughs) but come on, mate. Um, This is an interesting turn of events he brought a chinese takeaway around to my flat two hours before we were meant to meet for a date and when i said i'd rather just do a drink he left on the date he complained that he was hungry said he'd thrown the takeaway in the bin (laughs) and then showed me the bin with it in (laughs) made me go to burger king and watch him eat while he told me how much he hated a girl who got pregnant at 16 (laughs) oh my god that that is the crown that is the winner that is horrific can I just say, if I was coming on a date with someone and they turned up at my house two hours early, I would pass away. Literally. Yeah. So I'm going to move over to the good ones. And I think what's really interesting is a lot of these could have easily been a bad first date. And I think it really shows that it's not about what happens. It's about the person. Okay, cute. So, for example... Eating dinner in a pub, a drunk lady fell on our table, wiped out all our drinks and food. We got free drinks from the pub and 17 years later, we're still together. That is bloody lovely. And that's the sort of thing that if if he was laughing, because I would be absolutely screaming with laughter at that. I, lo- I know it's horrible, but people falling over in like a spectacular way is just absolute chef's kiss for me. So if he was laughing as much as I was, then that would completely make the date brilliant for me no matter what else was going on um a jack the ripper guided walk we'd never met in person and my mum was not happy 
And then she says, and yes, dear reader, I married him. Oh, that's quite nice. See, that's quite a cute, that's a cute first yes. day. As much as it's not drinking for me, because it's like a kind of activity mm. and something else to focus on, then that's acceptable if you're not drinking. You need to do something if you're not drinking. I like that. Yeah. Went to the cinema, but talked so much at the bar that we missed the film. Oh, that's so nice when you get carried away. I love that. Yeah, there are some nice stories, but they, it's so interesting. None of them are like these big, spectacular. He took me on a hot air balloon and we had those yeah. skywriters doing a portrait of my face and an elephant fell out of the airplane. I don't know where I'm going. <laughs> are you actually okay? No. No, I get that. For me, any grand gesture like that would need to be like proposal territory. I don't need that shit on a date. Like Honestly, I think my favourite first date of recent times was we just went to the pub and just like did not stop talking, like literally didn't Mm. stop talking, just were vibing so well, bumped into someone I know there and he absolutely like nailed it because like one of my friends was there who was really drunk and she was like leaning through the window like watching us like (laughs) really obviously yeah um and he like just handled it so well just absolutely ripped the piss out of her which for me I'm like yes we're gonna get on and then he like as we were coming back down to mine he like we were walking down the road from the pub and he just like very very nick and jess I love that yeah and it was just a really nice date we didn't really do anything cute yeah And then we had really mediocre sex, apparently. Oh, it was him. Love that. Oh, my God. I've got a great idea. Go on. Shall we do Fuck, Marry, Kill? That is such a great (laughs) idea. How did you come up with these things? It literally just came to me. I don't even know how I thought of it. You're a genius. Okay. Same as always. We've got the cards for the listeners. I've split the cards in two piles. (laughs) Good info. (laughs) I was just wondering if that was necessary and it wasn't. So Most fine. things you say aren't, though, mate. So Yeah. That, that was a good pause afterwards, though, to cut it. I'm Let's do giving. another one. <laughs> no! Come right. on. You've got two cards. Okay. Two piles. Right. So, Mia, you have to left or right pile. So two from one, one from the other. Two from the left, one from the right, please. Okay. One, two, then one. Your fuck, marry, kill is <laughs> Captain America. Okay, okay. Your friend's dad. Which friend? In this case, it's going to have to be me. I don't think I've even seen your dad. Well, you haven't seen your own, so. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, that was so horrible. A good point. Very well made. I mean, you haven't seen my dad, but. Yeah, it's fine. Just go with it. He's just like me, but Mal. Mm. And Mark Zuckerberg. Oh, the the I was going to say the roid, but that makes it sound like he's on steroids. I mean the droid, like an android, <laughs> droid. That was it. <laughs> droid rage. <laughs> I mean, obviously, I'm going to kill Zuckerberg straight off. Oh shit! Though that means I have to either fuck or marry your dad. Woo! Okay, definitely kill my dad, please. All right, killing your dad. Thanks. All right, you know what. I'm going to fuck Captain America. I'm going to marry Zuckerberg because I'm going to marry him, get a fucking sick prenup and then divorce him straight off and get all his money. Plus, wouldn't you be interested to just like hang out with him for even if it was just like half a day and see if he is as absolutely fucking weird as he seems? I mean, I saw that photo of him surfing and he's as weird as he seems (laughs) just from that alone. (laughs) But don't you hope that you would like 
like he'd go to the toilet and then you'd walk in and catch him like charging himself or something and you'd be like, <laughs> I knew it, I knew it. <laughs> He's actually just emptying out his like used petrol. <laughs> yeah, his waste tank. <laughs> be right back, just go out, empty my waste tank and you're I'm like, excited okay, for Mark. you to come round to our marital home then. You'll just be chasing him into the toilet. <laughs> oh God, right. So confirmed. Killing my dad. Yeah. yeah. I didn't really get much of a choice in that, but yeah, I'll kill your dad. Wow. Fuck. Captain America marry Zuckerberg. Yeah. Okay, fine. So now I want you to do the same number for me. All right. Well, for you, we'll go two from the right, one from the left. Okay. Right. Two from the right, one for the left. Are you ready to read mine out? Yeah? Yes. First. <laughs> Are you right? You, you busy? I got, you, you I got distracted. I'm very sorry. <laughs> Distracted by what? The fucking microphone. We're here, okay. <laughs> We're in business, okay. Right. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. First yeah. one. Simon Cowell. Oh, the waistband himself. Number two. Peter Griffin. Oh. The Bullchin himself. <laughs> Number three. Jon Snow, the newsreader. Oh, not Jon Snow, the Game of Thrones. No, it's got a H. Isn't Jon Snow Game of Thrones H-less? Yes. If I remember rightly, I taught you that. Okay. Wow. Okay, I'm going to kill Jon Snow. Why? He's boring. He's a bit aggy as well. Yeah, but don't you reckon that'd make him like quite good in bed? No, he's too old. He'd probably like dislocate his hip or something. Excuse me, that happens to me on the reg, so let's <laughs> be old with that, please. Okay, I'm going to kill Jon Snow because he's lame. Um, I'm going to... I'm going to marry Simon Cowell. Okay. Purely just because he's rich. Fair, fair, just fair, because fair. he's rich, that's all. Uh, and I'm, Oh, no, man. That means I'm going to have sex with Peter Griffin, actually. Yeah. I, wasn't, I was, wasn't thinking ahead no, then. No, you really, really weren't. Uh, yeah. Oh, unless I had sex with Simon Cowell and I just made him get me pregnant. Um, no, I'm going to stand by that. I'm going to have to have sex with Peter Griffin. And I'll just have to kick him in the knee or something. So, you know, when he does that. Yeah. <sighs> for like 10 minutes. I just want him to do that. <laughs> and then, yeah, I'll marry Simon Cowell because he's rich and famous. Yeah. Okay, then. Okay. Job done. Bish, bash, bosh. Fine. Yeah. I'll, okay, I'll cool. accept it. All right. Yeah. Well, on that note, I think All we're right. done. See you later. <laughs> We sound really unimpressed. Well, we're finished now, so bye then. Well, actually, we're actually seeing each other this week, though. That's exciting. We are. We'll be able to fill you in on all of the wedding goss. I think there's going to be gossip. I think it will just be us acting like drunk assholes, to be honest. Same as normal, then. Yeah, so like every other weekend, that's fine. Fair. Anyway. Okay, bye. Bye, love you, love bye. You. Bye. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to like and subscribe. <laughs> such a nerd. I'm a professional. Thank you. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram. I'm good actually podcast. See you next week. Bye.